I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Welcome to Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. I am Rachel Ballinger, and I'm going solo today. I had an episode planned with my beautiful, amazing, gorgeous girlfriend, Abigail. But uh, a couple days ago, we woke up with a cold. Two days. Yesterday. It was yesterday. You don't care. The timeline doesn't matter. Do you ever do that where you just like keep correcting yourself on something that literally does not matter? We both have colds. It's not hitting me as hard, but I also don't want anyone coming over to catch our cold. And Abby is, it's hitting her a little bit harder and she can't really get off the couch. So I'm going solo. This is what happens when you don't plan ahead. When you don't bank your episodes, you got to be financially sound and bank your episodes. I don't know what that means. It was a weird joke. I apologize. No one should let me do things by myself. I get weirder when I'm alone. When I'm with other people, I'm like, oh, there's a human around. I have to act like a normal functioning member of society. But when I'm by myself, all things go. Oh, you know what? I'm not by myself. Blaze is here. He's sleeping on the couch behind me. Actually, he's awake. He's just judging me. Again, doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. Why do I feel the need to correct myself? Is that something everyone does or is that just me? Did I try and be like, you know how we all do this, but then everyone stares at you and blinks? That, we've all experienced that, right? 
I've, I definitely have, where I'm like, yeah, mayo on your bagels. And everyone just goes, bling, 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 bling. Okay. Well, you know. <laughs> anyway. All right. So today I asked Instagram what you guys would like for an episode. I said, a question answer. Am I the asshole? What did I say? I can't even remember. I gave you guys some options. Because uh, you know what? I want this to be communal. I want people to like be a part of this keep going. What did I say? I said, uh, reading romance novels, reading, am I the assholes, a Q and a, or if you just want to see the results and 40% of the people said reading, am I the assholes, which was a thousand three hundred and one votes so far. And then, uh, I asked you guys to send in other things you'd like to see. And people had some good suggestions. I love it. Um, and then I had the amazing idea to start my own. Is it amazing? I think it is. It might be a very basic or a terrible idea. We'll see. Uh, to start my own Reddit thread for just Rachel Uncensored. Is it a thread? Is it a page? I'm not Reddit savvy. I'm getting there. I'm like beep bopped around on it today to figure some stuff out. And I think I'm pretty good. I think I figured some stuff out, but I started a Rachel Uncensored page where I asked, I think it's five questions, uh, just to get the ball rolling. And I think when I want an interaction, I love these interactions. I like when you guys ask me things. I love when you send stuff in, but it's hard through Instagram and I don't have a email set up for this. So I decided to set up a Reddit page. I'll put the link down below in my YouTube video and on, I'll try and do it in the description of this as well, like the audio of it, but uh, where you guys can go and I'll put up prompts. You can answer the prompts that are already there. I can look at those whenever. Um, everything will be anonymously read. But uh, I asked a few questions. We'll get to those. And then today everyone said that they wanted Am I the Assholes? So we're going to start with a few of those. And then I also found the Reddit confession area where people just confess things. That's a scary place. It seemed like a lot of people that shouldn't be allowed to have guns are ranting about things on there. Just someone that you're like, I hope you don't have access to a firearm with the things that you speak and the thoughts in your head. So. Hmm. That's that. All right. Have I rambled long enough? Doing a podcast by yourself, you can't have dead air. So you're just constantly talking and I don't want to edit. So I'm not going to put in long pauses. Editing. What am I, a YouTuber? I'm sorry. Anyway, so I started a Reddit page. I'm going to put it down below and I would love it if you guys would answer the prompts there. Send in your little thingamabobs and I will constantly be posting new prompts for y'all to answer and whatnots. Okay. That's it. And thank you for everyone who responded on Instagram. I appreciate you. Love ya. Here we go. Oh no. Did all my, oh no. I thought I moved my, I had a moment. My computer was inside and I moved it back into my office and I had to shut it down to do that. But I thought it got rid of all of my prompts. It didn't. It didn't. All right. Here we go. Am I the assholes? First part of our episode today, the first segment. Then we'll move on to your guys' things, your responses to my prompts. Apparently, I'm very into the word prompts. I keep saying it. I apologize. Number one, am I the asshole for not helping my brother babysit his three kids? I immediately say no. I am, okay, I hate when they say, it said my 33 female, older brother, 40 male. So my, I'm saying, I think they're saying that they, the poster, the original poster is a 33-year-old female and has an older brother, a 40-year-old male, who has three kids under five. Ooh, 
getting at it. Just pumping them out. All right. I myself have no children by choice. Love that. Love it. Uh, Him and I were never very close, but he is always asking for help with the kids. Saturday was a beautiful day. My husband and I had plans to spend the day in our pool. At 10 a.m., he calls me and asks me to come over and help with the kids for an hour or two because his wife is getting her nails done. I declined and told him what my plans were. He has a fit. No. Immediately, no. No adult. No adult should be having a fit. That is, you're immediately wrong. No adult needs us to have a fit. It's not attractive by any means. He has a fit saying that I could come help him and then go home and still spend all day in the pool, which is true. He only lives about 15 minutes from me. But honestly, I just didn't want to have to spend the morning with his kids and was not really in the mood to babysit. So again, said no and hung up and had a nice day with my husband. Yes. Set those boundaries. You don't have, because someone asked something of you does not mean you need to say yes. You're done. You have, you need no excuse. You don't have to be like, sorry, no, because you can just say, no, that's it. You don't owe anyone else anything else. And you were nice enough to explain to him, no, I have a day planned. You don't need to help him. All right. Sorry. There's more. Later that day, I got a nasty text from my sister-in-law about not helping out. She was pissed. She had to cancel her nail appointment. Okay. She had to cancel her nail appointment. I'm sorry. The father of these children cannot watch these children. You shouldn't have had children. Sorry. You should not have had three children if you cannot handle three children. You can't expect other people to drop their things or to help you babysit or babysit at all, even if they have no plans. Yes, it takes a village, but you got to make sure you got a village before you rely on the village. No, not a chance. Um, she pretty much called me an immature piece of shit for not helping. Okay, calling the kettle black. All right, then. My mom thinks I could have just went over for an hour or two since it really wouldn't have messed up my plans. And I had no real reason not to. Now I just feel like a jerk. So I don't know. I thought I would come here. Okay. So clearly all the comments and the responses are not the asshole. People are saying, you're not the asshole. Yeah, you could have gone over. But also, you're, you were never close with your brother. So for him to just expect things from you is ridiculous. You've chosen not to have kids. Probably didn't, don't like him that much. Cool. That's fine. Um, and yeah, and everyone's like, the husband should have been able, your brother should have been able to do parenting. Should have been able to handle the three kids on his own. All the comments. If you can't handle three kids, then don't have three kids. Like, I get every once in a while, if you're like, yo, we need a break. Can someone step in? And if someone says yes, great. If they don't, that's on you. Hire a babysitter. If you can't afford it, then you don't get to do the thing you want to do. It's, I know this is a very, okay, Blaze is repositioning. He has things. I know this is a very, I don't have kids. So I don't understand what it's like to be a parent by any means. Uh, But I just, I, I saw a comment the other day. This one got me. It was like, if I tell people I want to have kids, that we're deciding to have kids, everyone gets so excited and says how it's going to great, it's going to be. And then if I say, I'm going to get a puppy, people immediately are like, how big's your backyard? Do you have enough time? What's your financial income like? You know, puppies can be expensive. You know, they can take a lot of time. Why don't people do that with children? When someone's like, I want to have a kid, people aren't like, all right, cool. Are you financially stable? Do you have people you can count on? What are you going to do about babysitters? No one does. Why? We're all so concerned about puppies, as we should be. I'm not saying we shouldn't be concerned about puppies. I'm saying we should be more concerned when people decide to have children. That's all. Um, 
anyway, parents are, I, I, I feel okay having this stance because parents are commenting on this being like, yeah, like I'm a parent and I would never expect anyone to drop their plans and help me. If they want to, they will. But no, no one is ever an asshole for not wanting to babysit for free <laughs> when they don't want to. That's all. <sighs> all right. If you disagree with me on any of these, please comment below. We can have a discussion. Not an argument. I don't, I don't have no need for arguments. But another side, totally. You're more than welcome to tell me your side. All right, next one. Am I the asshole for refusing to split my friend's car ticket when all I did was simply sit in the passenger seat during the car ride and had no control over the driving decisions? I'm going to say not the asshole. You don't have to, but maybe it would be nice if you did. I don't know. Let's read it. Hey, all. Recently, my 30-year-old male friend. Oh, no. Recently, me. Sorry, I read it wrong. Five, six, seven, eight. Hey, y'all. Recently, me, 30-year-old male, went out to an event with my friend, 32-year-old male. But before we went, we decided it would be best to meet at his place and go in his car to the event. Basically, short story, from there is that we parked at some place where he said it was okay and looked like it gave no issues, and we went to the event, no problem, had fun. However, when we came back to his car, we were greeted with a nice and beautiful ticket for parking in the wrong space, and my friend sort of freaked out in response. After he calmed down, he then proceeded to tell me that since I came with him in the car, I was also responsible for part of the ticket, to which I said, no, that's ridiculous. I had no decision over the parking and had no idea what would happen. Mind you, I have no control over the driving decisions. I didn't tell him to park anywhere. Then we got in a huge fight, and in result, I haven't spoken to him in days. Am I the asshole? Um... The number one consensus is not the asshole. As the driver, it was his responsibility to park legally. Not the asshole. He's the driver. It's his vehicle. If he picked the spot and you had no comment or influence on it, then it's on him. Now, if you wanted to pitch in, that'd be cool, but it's not required. Someone says there's a difference between what is legally right and wrong and what is asshole behavior. Legally, you are not obligated to help him pay the bill. As a friend, Though you both benefited from the parking, it could have easily been your car that was ticketed. He asked to help share in the parking ticket, and you said no. You're the asshole, but don't be surprised if he doesn't drive you anywhere anymore. Um, there's a couple people who's saying is not the asshole. I would say, I kind of agree. You have, you don't have to help. If you wanted to, that would be nice of you. I have two stories that kind of go along with this. One time, I was driving um, some people to a wedding. And I was speeding and got pulled over. I was, I don't know when I was in college and I had no money to my name and I got pulled over and I got a speeding ticket. I was going 80 and a 65. My bad. I don't speed anymore. I haven't gotten a ticket in ages, but back then I thought I was invincible. After getting in a car crash and almost dying, I realized, no, I'm not invincible. I should be driving the speed limit. So even though the crash was not my fault, I always have to say that. Anyway, everyone in the car with me saw that I was distraught and said, hey, we will split the ticket with you, which obviously helped me. I was a poor college student. They were adults with jobs. So that was nice. And they didn't have to, but I was the DD for that trip. And the, so everyone kind of asked me to drive. It was my fault that I was speeding. They definitely didn't have to 
pay help me pay for the ticket, but it definitely was like the kind of like the right thing to do. So I appreciated that. So there is like that thing where it's like they didn't have to, but it was like kind of the right thing to do to split it. Now, recently I was in the car with my friends and there was a couple sitting, the couple was driving in the passenger seat and we couldn't find parking. And the, the person in the passenger seat was like, babe, just park in that loading zone. It's after hours. No one's going to ticket you. And the driver was like, okay, um, are you sure? And I said in the backseat, cause I don't know, maybe I'm an instigator sometimes. My bad. I said, if they get a ticket, are you going to split it? Because the passenger was saying where to park and the driver, cause like we were all over searching for a park and the driver was like hesitant on it. And the passenger insisted. And then the passenger was like, no, I'm not going to help pay for it. I'm just suggesting. And it was a whole thing. But in that case, if they got a ticket, I think it's fair to split because you're in, you're suggesting it and you're aware of the situation and you're willing to let them get a ticket and them have to pay for it just because you benefit from it, but you don't want any consequences to it. You see, there's the difference. If you suggested it and you push for it, then if there's a consequence, you're responsible for it. Well, at least half of it. So you're not the asshole. I don't think split, not splitting it makes you an asshole, but I think splitting it would have been a really nice thing to do. Again, if you have other opinions, please let me know down below. All right, before we move on to the next one, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor! ZocDoc. ZocDoc is our sponsor for today. If you've lived life at all, you know that sometimes you just have to compromise, especially when you're dealing with finances or other people in your life. It's just inevitable. But when it comes to your health, there should be no compromising. So don't go to those doctors that don't listen to you or take slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book appointments with doctors who you feel comfortable with that listen to you and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. There is no compromising with ZocDoc. You have more options than you're even aware of. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. If you want to try it out, I highly suggest it. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Rachel and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash Rachel. ZocDoc.com slash Rachel. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Oh my God. I have to take my medicine. Snooze. Okay, hold on. I have to take my GERD medicine. I have to, oh, I, I got to switch it to 6 p.m. I'm just filming a freaking, there we go. I did that. 5 p.m. All right, here we go. Here we go. I've already read this one and <laughs> I thought it was funny. Am I the asshole for giving myself less chores than my boyfriend? 
by the title, it sounds like, yes, you are. But since I've read it, I don't agree that they're an asshole. My 23-year-old female, okay, so she is 20, a 23-year-old female, and her boyfriend is a 26-year-old male. He's three years older. They're a heterosexual couple. Recently moved in with me. Okay. Since then, we've had some disagreements about chores. I will never understand this. I have never had any issues with chores. I literally do chores and the other person just does chores. Like I just, I don't, I don't know. It's be an adult. He wants me to tell him what to do. I told him it's unfair to expect me to carry the sole responsibility of the household and always be aware of when something needs to be done. He said it wasn't much work. I recently, okay, this is incompetent. This is performative incompetence. It's, this is an ongoing thing between that I have seen between heterosexual couples where I've read a lot about it. This is me saying, not the poster that like men are like, I just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And like, I, they're like, I share the responsibility of stores, but you're making the woman's life harder because she has to manage you and delegate to you. She's actually taking on more work to do that. And I'm sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting off topic. We'll dive into that. So Recently, I asked him to set the table while I cooked. The table was slightly dirty with some stuff scattered around from hosting a game night the night before, and he set the table as it was. I asked him why he didn't clear off and wipe down the table. He told me because, quote unquote, you didn't tell me to. I should have asked him to clear the table. No. Wipe it down and then set it. So it was my fault. No, not a chance. Not he as a fucking adult. Can you set the table? Yeah, let me throw the plates on tops of piles of dirt. That's not setting the table. That's being an idiot on purpose. So I made a list of quote unquote set chores that always need to be done, like changing sheets, cooking dishes, cleaning the bathroom to divide them. I gave myself about 40% and him 60% of the work. (laughs) If he asks you to divide it up, that's on you how you want to divide it. He shouldn't have given you the power. All right. He told me that it was really unfair. I told him that managing everything is work too. And if he expects me to do it, it's unfair to expect me to do equal time of chores on top of it. And then it says T-I-D-R. I don't know what that means. Boyfriend wants me to micromanage him doing chores. I don't mind as long as I don't have to do 50% of the chores on top of that. Edit. The table was sticky from spilled drinks with empty cans, papers, pens, dice, and game boxes scattered around. There was barely any room to eat. And then another edit, he lived with his family before this. Oh, his mommy did everything. Oh my, he's probably someone that when he takes the trash out, he's like, hey, did you see I took the trash out? No. Edit number two, the extra 10% for him isn't to be petty or for making a list. It's for the quote unquote, sure of telling him what to do and when it should hopefully even out to 50, 50. I think this is you No, men. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Stop acting like you don't know what needs to be done. Open your eyes and look around. You know what needs to be done and you choose to act like you don't so that you don't have to do anything. (sighs) All right. I'm going to read the responses because I like them. Not the asshole, to be honest. This, was a deal, this would be a deal breaker for me. Yes. You are not his mother. 
He's acting like a child. A chore list? My mom would do that for us. Not a chance. Imagine having children with this guy who cannot be expected to do jack shit unless being told, is this what you want to do for the rest of your life? Mm-mm-mm. And then when you complain, you are quote unquote nagging. Google weaponized incompetence and mental load and think long and hard about this relationship. You are very young. I guarantee there are many better men out there. Have high standards and good luck. Yes. Women. Raise your standards. Don't let men keep getting away with this. Uh, Women, I'm sure, do it as well. I just haven't had them in my life. But I've known men like this. And no. Raise the bar. Hold them to a higher standard. They're throwing tantrums about it right now. They don't like that we're raising the standard because we don't need them anymore. If you're with a man, it's because you simply want to be, and they can't gather that, so they have to be good participants and good partners now, and they're not figuring it. They don't want to figure out how to do it. They can. I've met good men out there. I've met them. Anyway. All right, someone else wrote, dinner ends. You, honey, can you take care of the dishes? Him, throws dishes in the garbage, breaking them. You, what the hell? I just wanted you to wash them. Him, you didn't tell me to wash them, just said, take care of them. And then someone else is like, LOL, literally add micromanaging my shitty boyfriend as one of the chores on the list to make it even. Oh my God. Yeah. Everyone's like, no, don't stop it. Stop it. Mm. No, be an adult, be an adult. I, under, I totally understand when two people have different versions of what's clean. Like I fully get that, but like of my tidying the desk is clean but some people's like, you have to scrub every inch and get under there and scrape everything, whatever. That's their version of clean. But we can all agree that like, when you set the table, there should be room to set the table and it should be cleaned up. Like the micromanaging chore list. That's so not okay. <sighs> oh my God. Another one. I just read. I love these comments. Absolutely love this. Him. Tell me what to do. She does want him wines, but that's not fair. <laughs> Oh, the comments on this are amazing. I absolutely love it. He doesn't want a girlfriend. He wants another mom. Yep. All right. (sighs) Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, this one is a good am I the asshole. Am I the asshole for not splitting the proceeds of the sale of our parents' house? So as an adult, I've learned more and more that the death of parents usually creates a war amongst the children. During a very sad, grieving time, people decide to be the worst versions of themselves and get greedy. I don't know why. This hasn't happened to everyone I know, but it's definitely something I have noticed um, with some people, and it's it's really sad to see. Anyway, am I the asshole for not splitting the proceeds of the sale of my parents' house? Sounds a little iffy. Here's the story. When my mom died back in 2018, she left me and my siblings a decent chunk of money and her house. My siblings wanted to sell the house and split the money. I wanted to keep the house. It's a unique property with a pretty big lot in the middle of the city. The house is four, three. Oh, four bedroom, three bath. There is a pretty awesome deck and most importantly, not an HOA. Yes, that is the most important fucking HOA. I had some sentimental attachment to it, but mostly I thought the house was better for my situation than a pile of cash. I asked them if I could buy them out. They were pretty excited about the idea. The house would stay in the family and they still get their cash. Great. Win-win. Let's do the thing. We got it appraised, hired an attorney, and went through with it. My portion of the inheritance and a chunk of my own savings were enough to cover their shares. 
As soon as it was done, me and my then fiance moved in. We saved a bunch on rent. The house was paid off. Location was great. And we were really happy with the house. My brother burned through the cash in two years. He fancied himself an influencer. He bought a Maserati for cash. Okay. Damn. Went to expensive nightclubs, vacationed in exotic places. Good for him, but the money is gone. My sister and her husband bought a really expensive boat. I guess that's better. They did use it pretty often. My nephews loved it. But from what I understood, her portion of the money is gone too. Mm -mm. People need to learn how to figure out their finances. No, thank you. I got married and we had a son. We would host my siblings on holidays and the Christmas before COVID, I started to notice it. They were making snide comments about how much the house would be worth now. Since 2018, we had an influx of people to my city. It's growing rapidly and the price of the house essentially tripled. We had a bunch of all cash offers on the house when we weren't even thinking of selling. But this year we decided to move. My wife was pregnant again and we were going to relocate closer to her family. I talked to my boss and he said the place we were moving had an office I could commute to on the days I work in office. We put the house on the market. It sold pretty quickly. And that's when trouble started. Both my siblings think that I owe it to them to split the profit I made because it's only fair. Fuck! No! Sorry, Blaze. I scared Blaze. No, not a fucking chance. Okay, sorry. Keep reading. We were in the middle of a move and house hunting in the new place, so I didn't really have time to go on about this. Well, it's been months, and they have not stopped bothering me about it and how I cheated them out of their portion of their inheritance. Nope, you bought them out. Nope, nope, nope. And that I was being really selfish. Nope. You made a really smart financial decision and benefited from it, and they are idiots. They point out that the process of me buying them out was pretty smooth. They didn't have any problems or hiccups. They did me a favor by not kicking up a fuss. I'm sorry. They did you a favor because they didn't act like pieces of shit? I didn't know that was doing people favors. I thought that was being a decent human being. Not even a decent human being. Just a human being. Just existing. Now they want to split the profits because it was their house too. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. You took your money and ran. You did not. Not even a little. Nope, nope, nope. This has become really toxic and most of my family is on their side. You've a fucked up family, bro. Uh-uh. Cut them off. Get closer to your wife's family. Fuck that. My mom's sister, so his aunt, said it would have broken her heart to see her kids fight like this and I should split the money with my siblings. I'm sorry. His siblings are the ones starting the fight, not him. He's just saying, no, they're the ones fighting. He's just, he's not, if they stopped bringing it up, he would. He's not the fighter. He's not the instigator. He made a really smart financial decision and everyone else is a fucking idiot and they're pissed about it. Sorry, bro. You could have taken your cash you got, your inheritance and bought your own property or invested it and tripled your money, but you didn't because you're a fucking idiot. Sorry, I digress. My dad's sister thinks I should buy them off so they shut up. Nope. Am I the asshole refusing to split the money? Nope, 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 no. And all of the comments also agree, not the asshole. Fuck them. Not the asshole. The fact that they didn't understand that you could either invest or spend an inheritance is not your problem. They chose to spend their inheritance while you chose to invest yours. Now they've pissed theirs away. It's on them. Oh, man. Everyone's like, you're not the asshole. And they will keep coming back over and over if you let them. People, some people are like leeches, gotta rub some salt on them. Not the asshole, send them both a copy of the original legal agreement where they sold you their shares and ask where it says anything about later sharing 
any increased in value. Ask why they didn't invest their shares instead of spinning like a drunken sailor. Also, what if it depreciated? Would they be giving him cash for what he lost? Oh, what a fucking comment. Yes. Ooh. Ask them hard-hitting questions. Thank you very much. All right. So if you disagree, you're more than welcome to. Go ahead. Disagree. But just know you are a selfish human being. I'm allowed to say what I want. All right. That's it for Am I the Assholes today. Let's check to see if we have another sponsor before we move on to some confessions I found and your guys' responses. Sponsor, sponsor. All right. So I'm just going to give you an example of some confessions that I found that just kind of scare me. Like, I don't know. Girlfriend doesn't want me to have a job. As a student from a low-income family, I need money to pay my bills. I have thousands of debts that need to be paid ASAP. My long-distance girlfriend says that I might find a pretty girl at work, and therefore she's crying and trying to deter me from finding a job. She said she'd rather I be in prison than at school or work, because at least there are no women in a men's prison. I'm so annoyed. Boy, if this is true, run. What the fuck? Not a chance that there are some trust issues and some fucking control issues. No, not a, no. Someone said, tell her to pay your bills then. No, no, this isn't going to go. I don't care if she sends you money every month. Don't do it. You get out of the relationship, sir. Leave, leave right now. There's not a fucking chance. She's manipulating you with her tears. And also she's trying to control you and she doesn't trust you. And she's going to isolate you from all your friends. And no, no, there is no way that you can have a healthy relationship after this. Not a fucking chance. Nope. It scares me. There are people like that in the world. Nope, nope, nope. All right. This is also one that I read that I was made me. Oh, I think people need a hug and no access to guns. She wants us to meet. This is what it's titled. I don't know if I'm figuring out Reddit wrong. I haven't used it much, but, uh, this, I don't know if there was a, this is a follow-up post. I tried to follow it. This is just a thing. She wants us to meet and I'm hoping that she wants to break up. Dun, dun, dun. I tried to be good in a supportive boyfriend yet. All I got in return is her quote unquote quirky personality, which is just a cover for being a self-centered and insecure person. Never yelled at her, never talked to her in a mean way, was there to support her when she was sick and needed anything. What did I get in return? Nothing. Jokes that sometimes went too far. Her being quote-unquote tired when I was sick and taking me for granted. Her ex might have been a horny simp with no self-respect, but that's not gonna be me. Breakup is coming either way, but it would be easier to come from her so I can avoid the drama which would come up. What? <laughs> no context. Listen, sir. Good sir, good sir, good sir. You, okay, if this is all true, if you're a quote, it seems like you're saying you're a quote unquote nice guy, all right? And she's quirky, which means, and you said she's self-centered and an insecure person. Okay. If someone's not treating you right, leave. Don't try and get them to break up with you. 
I don't know what drama comes up if you break up with her versus if she breaks up with you. But I'm just going to say, if you're unhappy in a relationship and you don't think you're being treated right, leave the relationship. Um, but this seems manifesto-y to me. Um, it could just be a really nice poem. It just, you know, someone said, keep us updated. I want to see if there's a reply. Um, no, I didn't get a reply. Anyway, so very open-ended. I hope they break up and I'm kind of scared for both of them. I don't know. Um, I found another confession that says I was the guy who took all those bites out of the foam footballs. Someone said, may God forgive our sins. (laughs) Then someone else said, did they taste good? Did you also take a bite out of the floaties in public pools? The original poster said they were so good. I also took bite out of the floaties, pool noodles, the poster paper in the elementary school hallway. And I've been known as the guy who stole the cookie from the cookie jar. I, I hope this man has a good day. I, I really do. I liked that confession. It made me happy. (sighs) All right. Here is a, here's a actual serious one that I think people probably end up having to deal with this a lot, and I feel bad for them. It's titled, Did I Take Advantage of Her? Now, before we get into this, this is one human's perspective, and if he's being very truthful, then I feel really bad for him. And it sounds like it's truthful. So here we go. I, a 26-year-old male, met a 26-year-old female at a club this past May. We danced and kissed for a while, and I drove her home so she wouldn't have to pay for an Uber. We talked for about a week, and then she'd invited me over to her place. We talked, cuddled, and I left without anything else occurring. She then stopped texting me until last week, where she texted me out of nowhere asking if I was going to the club that night and said she would be there. I met her, and we danced and kissed for a while. She had one drink when I was with her, and she'd not show any signs of being overly drunk, incoherent, slurring words, etc., Around midnight, she told me she wanted to walk outside for a bit, so we spent over an hour walking around the city. Around 2 a.m., we went back to my car, and I drove her home. She was able to tell me exactly how to get back to her place about 20 minutes away from a club. Once we were inside, she wanted me to go to her room, and she wanted me to undress her and change her into her pajamas, which I did. She then got on top of me in her bed, and while we were making out, and while we were making out after a few minutes, she started breathing heavily and told me she wanted to have sex. She took her pants off and I did the same. Then she grabbed my penis and put it inside of her. We had sex and after we talked and cuddled for a bit, both fell asleep and I left shortly after. A few days later, she texted me asking if we had sex and I said yes. She said that she was not in the right mind to have sex and says I took advantage of her. I told her she did not drink that much when she was with me and verbally consented to having sex. And I said there was no way of knowing that she wasn't in the right mindset. She said for me not to talk to her again, so I haven't. But I'm nervous she will go to the cops and tell them I f***ed her, even though I firmly believe I didn't. I am just looking to see if what I did was wrong slash illegal because it's honestly eating at me. She said she wasn't going to go to the cops because she said it was her fault, but I'm still nervous of these situations. If this is all truthful, I... That's, it's sad. I don't think, if this is how it played out, I don't, 
I th- I would think that was consensual. If I was him, I would have thought that was consensual. Oof. I never, I'm not, yeesh. Oof. I'm not, I'm not one to club it up and do one night stands. Never have been. Um, but I know a lot of people who do. And, and also this wasn't a one night stand. This is like they hung out a couple times. I don't know the vibe of either of these people, but with the way he's telling the story, if I was in his position, I would have thought that was consensual. And if I was him, I would feel like shit if that's the text I got. Even though he, if this is all true, shouldn't feel like that. He can feel bad for her that she regrets it. But this is a, mm, I don't know. I mean, if I was him, I would have thought that was consensual. It just sounds, and she, he followed up and said, um, someone was like, if she wasn't inebriated, then why'd she ask you to take off your clothes, her clothes and change her PJs? And he said that it was more of a flirtatious way. Someone was also like, why was it so graphic? Like a short story of Barnes and Nobles. I inserted, she grabbed my penis and inserted it into her. I thought that was funny. But yeah, I just think that he got shit. Like he just got some shit thrown at him and he didn't deserve it. Yeah. And also she said, did we have sex? I sli- I vaguely remember it. And he said, yes. So like, I don't know. That's a sticky situation. And I am glad I'm not in that world. That's all. All right. All right. Let's uh, move on to some funnier things. Um, I asked you guys some questions on my Reddit thing and we have some comments. So one of the first questions, I kicked my camera. Sorry. One of the first questions uh, I said, what are some of your weird family traditions? I just was like, let's do something light and fun. And someone said, every year we celebrate spring break giving because one Thanksgiving a year isn't enough. Everything you would encounter during the Thanksgiving happens at spring break giving. Honestly, it was a great tradition to start. I love that. I mean, let's be real. We all love Thanksgiving to Christmas in the States because uh, all the food. You can do that anytime. I freaking love that. Let's have spring break giving. I'm into it. Another family said, another family, another poster said, we go to Pizza Hut on Christmas Eve every year. Every year, every year the food gets worse, but it's amazing every time. We used to go to 7-Eleven and then Carl's Jr. and Jack in the Box on Christmas Day. So I get you. Sometimes that fast food hits. Every year, my whole family goes on a vacation and we change our names. For example, our names are Marissa, Gabriel, Victor, Ava, and Crystal. But we change them to Martha, Galio, Vector, Avada, and Diamond. And we use them for everything for absolutely no reason. That is fucking hilarious. I love that. I always want to I always want to change my name in my occupation when I go places. I don't know why. No idea. I love changing my occupation to something random. But uh, this is this is really fun. I love quirky, cute little things like this. I love it. That was. If you guys have any weird family traditions, please go over to my Reddit. It's um, Rachel Uncensored on Reddit. It's you go to Reddit slash user slash Rachel Uncensored slash, and uh, yeah, that's hilarious. I absolutely love it. All right, I asked, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done? Someone said, became an adult. It's whack. Don't recommend. Same absolutely same. I paid money for a massage app on my PlayStation to make my controller vibrate because I was, hmm, yep, you know, well, it didn't work. So I got a refund. No vibrations at all. Oh my God. Just get a vibrator. Just go online and buy a vibrator. Well, this actually happened to me last week. I took my dog to the vet and they sent him home some medicine to take after lunch. I take medicine after lunch too. So I was very distracted chatting with my grandma and my mom, and I accidentally took my dog's medication and didn't even notice until after 10 minutes. I was drinking some juice, 
So that made act automatically. I don't think someone could have been dumber, I swear. Whoops! Whoopsie doopsie. Someone said, I went on tender date at 2 a.m. in the desert of Arizona and slept in a tent. My dad thought I was only five minutes away at my friend's house. Y'all be smarter. What the fuck? Don't go on the first tender dates in the middle of nowhere in Arizona. Get the fuck. Have some brains. Y'all, you're going to stress me the fuck out. I can't handle you. Mm-mm. No. No. Everyone, get your shit together. Please. Thank you. For another thing I asked. What's something you've always been curious about? Someone says, do we all see the same color? Is my blue like your blue? I think we've all thought about this, right? Like, maybe we do all have the same favorite color because we, we name them things that we, we're all seeing the same color, but we're naming them different. Like, behind me is blue, but your eyes might actually see it as red, but we've all named it blue. You know, see that? I learned that when I was like 13, and it still blows my mind. <sighs> toast. <laughs> Someone is curious about toast. Like, who the hell decided, oh, hey, we're going to bake some bread and then take it out of the oven and then put it back into the oven and bake it again. I think it was an accident. I think it was an accident. Like someone baked it a little too long or was like trying to warm it up. Was like, this bread is cold now. I want it to be warmed again and did it a little too long and created toast. I think that's how it happened. Who are the first gay slash lesbian people to exist and who really told them that it was wrong? The religious people. Like, back then, I feel like we had bigger issues than Phil and Frederick making love and holding hands. Like, who really said, ew, gross? And everyone was like, yeah, no, for real. Back then. I am so curious about the gays back in the day. Like, I want to know everything about what uh, that was like. If you look back in history, you will find that in, like, the Roman era and a bunch of, like, people just had sex with whatever. There was, it was just women and men procreated, but sexuality was, like, very fluid and then when religion started overtaking, that's when it was like men and women. Oh, that's what it's supposed to be because you can procreate. So if you go back in history and you actually look and not just like, you know, what the school textbooks tell you, it, it wasn't just their best friend. It was most likely their lover. So yeah, it was uh, when Christianity and Catholicism started being the main religions is when everyone was like, oh, we shouldn't do that anymore, I guess. Oh, that's the gross. It ain't gross. It's good. This hurts my brain just thinking about it. How babies are created. I know how babies are made, but when they start forming, how does everything know what it needs to do and then steps in and then it just starts creating a baby? Mm, listen, I don't know either. You can, ah, science confuses my little brain. I don't have the capacity to think about that. I, listen. Science and I never got along. They're like, everything's made of an atom. It's the smallest. Psych. We actually opened it up and there's more inside. There's smaller things. I'm like, yo, the fuck? You're telling me water and concrete and walls and my dog are made out of the same shit? No. Sorry. You lost me. I, so, you lost me. Not that I don't believe you, but you lost me. All right, I'm a science believer through and through. Get it done. Science is always changing when more evidence is brought to the table. But no, I don't get it. Not even a chance. I'll memorize facts for a test. Doesn't mean I understand it. And that is the issue with school. Hi, we have like two seconds left to talk. That's the issue with school. 
is I don't think we're learning more than we're just memorizing. Nick from New Girl said it best. I don't think I know how to read. I just think I've memorized a lot of words. Nothing has felt truer in my entire life than that statement. I can't sound out shit. I don't get it. I don't understand. (sighs) All right. I'm done being stressed. And I'm done talking and I'm hungry. It's 5.30 and I want to eat dinner. So I'm going to go head in and eat dinner. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Please check out my Reddit thread. I will post new questions and little prompts and whatnot for you guys to get more involved. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening. I hope I've entertained you. If you ever have any questions or any topics you'd like me to touch on, please let me know below or on the Reddit thing. Y'all are great. Blaze, thanks for being here. You can't catch my cold. So thank you. He's asleep. I'll feed, I got to go feed them dinner too. All the doggies. You guys are beautiful. And I will see you next time with Abigail. Abby will be on. I haven't, I will, it's going to be good. Don't worry about it. Don't even worry about it. It's going to be great. I love you guys. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me, Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.